0: not feeling well, kind of blah, just kind of wish you had something better to say about the day than just fine when somebody asks you how you are. You know, really the solution's simpler than you think because our attitudes, what's going on in our head is everything. When we're not feeling great about our lives or how the day is going, (laughs) everything just seems to go wrong. So the problem is life isn't steady, which I mean, you know that, right? You can have one really good day, and then it's followed by a day that's equally bad. So there's a lot of ups and downs, and there's so many things that are outside of our control. The weather, politics, it just sometimes seems impossible to feel good about anything, right? So I wanted to do this five-part series on how to build yourself up. So if this is your first time listening to Coffee with Colleen, my name is Colleen Hammond. Welcome. I'm a personal brand strategist because I've noticed that most women have no idea how amazing they're going to look and feel once they get their style right. Just kind of nail it. And how important it is to have a personal brand nailed. And I don't mean your profile pic. 93% of what people think about you is determined less than two seconds before you speak. So I work with my clients not just on what they're wearing, but more important, how to grow in self-esteem and confidence, which then helps you help others because you can't heal others until you heal yourself. And the answer lies in how you think. By being able to think positively, you're going to find your entire outlook on life changes. And it's a habit. So How do you develop the habit of positive thinking? Well, number one, you have to learn to rephrase what's going on with that bully, that mean girl in your head. So the obvious answer, you know, I don't remember if you remember Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live, but is to use more positive words to yourself. So instead of saying something negative, either out loud like mumbling or even the thoughts that are in your head, catch yourself doing that and rephrase it. Try to find a better way to say things. So, let me give you an example. Work isn't grueling so much as it might have interesting challenges. You know, and, and sometimes it does feel like Stuart Smalley. It feels very artificial and forced at first. But the more you learn to rephrase things, the easier it will be to find a more positive spin on stuff. The second way is to reframe things. So, for example, I have to do this. Well, that is a negative connotation. It's like you're being forced into doing something and you don't want to do it. So get that word out of your head, the word have to do, and try inser- inserting get to do. You don't have to do a presentation. You don't have to get on the Zoom call. You get to do it. Can you feel the difference? I get to make this presentation. I get to. get on this Zoom call. How you phrase it or frame it in your head is going to change that task or that, you know, being forced to do something. It will reframe it into an opportunity. Third way is to reorient. Now, we know that, (laughs) not to be melodramatic, but disasters happen, right? Not everything you attempt is going to turn out perfectly, have you ever, like, done something perfectly every single solitary time? You know, if you can't look at something and say, mm, I could have done it better this way, then you're not, that's a whole different topic, but we want to talk about re-analyzing and growing and becoming better at things. But uh, anyway, to we don't want to focus on everything we did wrong. Shift your focus into what you did correctly. Like, I really liked, and I always talk about you know, with my children, with my clients, in my coaching, and all that type, is an Oreo cookie compliment. So, if you're going to offer constructive criticism to somebody, there's a positive comment, the constructive criticism, and then another positive comment. So, it's the same way when you're reorienting things in your head. Don't focus only on what you did wrong. Okay, I did this right, I did this right, I did this right this I could have improved on in this particular way, but I also did this right. So you want to start and end your thinking into an Oreo cookie sandwich. Positive, constructive criticism, positive. Once you start doing that with yourself, you'll find it easier to do with others. Sure, it takes a little bit more time, but it's worth it in the long run. Next, you want to relax. It's so hard to be positive when you're just exhausted and when you feel like you're in over your head and and you're always drowning. Sometimes the best way to cultivate better self-talk is just to take a break. Cut yourself some slack. Give yourself some self-care. Talked about self-care before. Things are always going to look brighter when you come back refreshed. You know, like that old saying, just sleep on it. Sometimes when you're so close to the forest, you can't see the trees. So if you just relax, take a break, walk away, either mentally or physically, and then come back to something after you've relaxed, you'll find you have a better outlook on it. And finally, reassess. You know, being positive is not about ignoring injustice or tragedy or bad things, because bad things happen. But someone with a positive attitude is going to be able to look beyond that tragedy tragedy rather, to the next step. Positivity finds solutions where other people only see problems. That is the birth of activism and change. So which one of these are you going to work on today? Rephrasing, reframing, reorienting, relaxing, or reassessing? And next time, I'll discuss affirmations, and again, it's not a Stuart Smalley thing, so I'll see you in episode number two.